arguably the single most important festival in China. After a year of hard work, people look forward to the Chinese New Year holiday as a time for family reunion festivities and banquets. Millions of people take the opportunity to travel back to their hometowns, reuniting with their parents, children and old friends. In China, this travel boom is called the Spring Festival Travel Rush, also known as the largest annual human migration on Earth. This year, the 40-day travel rush lasts from January the 7th to February the 15th, as the New Year's Day falls on January the 22nd. This homebound journey isn't always easy for everyone, but luckily there are always kind strangers who are willing to help. Hello everyone, I'm He Chuan. It's Spring Festival Travel Rush again. Today, I'm here at Dazhou Railway Station to serve as a volunteer and help migrant workers travel back home. The station has arranged free buses. I hope to bring warmth and love to my fellow workers on this homebound journey. Knowing my fellow lorry driver was in trouble, I thought of course I have to lend a hand. That's why I got in touch with him and offered him a lift home. I told him I didn't want money, just buy me a ticket home, because I know how hard people like us need to work to earn a living. All we hope is that we can return our passengers' belongings to them as soon as we can. I feel a great sense of achievement seeing them reunited with their lost items. In this edition of Footprints, we share three heartwarming stories from this spring festival about people's homebound journeys. We start by telling the story of a lorry driver who volunteered to drive over 800 kilometers to help a total stranger get home. Qi Lingyun is a lorry driver living and working in East China's Zhejiang province. Right before the Spring Festival travel rush began this year, he happened to come across a message posted by a fellow lorry driver on social media, asking for help. I went loading the other day and it snowed. I was climbing up to the driver's seat when I slipped and fell and was taken to the hospital. I don't want to spend the upcoming Spring Festival in hospital, so I'm posting a message asking if anyone could drive my lorry and get me home. I can pay. This message was posted by Lu Bingzong, a fellow lorry driver from the same city where she works. After being injured right before the Spring Festival, Lu was desperate to get home and reached out for help. Initially, his hopes were not high, as his hometown was almost 900 kilometers away in a northern province. As Spring Festival neared, he knew it would be difficult to find people who were heading in the same direction and could drive a lorry. Luckily, Lu started to get some replies from people offering to help. The price they asked for, however, was too hefty for Lu to afford. Just when Lu was about to give up, Qi saw his message and decided to help without asking for any reward. I wasn't busy around the time. Knowing my fellow lorry driver was in trouble, I thought of course I have to lend a hand. 
That's why I got in touch with him and offered him a lift home. I told him I didn't want money, just buy me a ticket home, because I know how hard people like us need to work to earn a living. When Chi told me he was willing to drive me home, I was overwhelmed with gratitude. On the day I left the hospital, he arrived much earlier than I expected and even went through the trouble to lift me onto my lorry. Both migrant workers seeking a living away from home, the two immediately hit it off and began their long-haul road trip. It took us about 13 hours. We left around noon and reached Lu's hometown about 2.30 early next morning. When we got there, Lu's mother told me she couldn't thank me enough for helping her son and asked me to stay for a few days. I told her it was really no big deal. We're both working in a strange city away from home. We should look after each other wherever we can. Though Lu's family invited Qi to stay over and have a rest before traveling back, Qi insisted on returning the same day. He never mentioned beforehand that he had another loading job the next day. In China, approximately 300 million migrant workers like Lu and Qi leave home every year to earn a living elsewhere. To most migrant workers, Spring Festival is the only time when they get to travel long distance home. To ensure these diligent workers travel freely, many cities have now set up free shuttle buses that connect major transportation hubs with county-level bus terminals, making their last-mile home more convenient. After participating in the Spring Festival travel rush for many years, 53-year-old He Chuan decided to give back this year and serve as a volunteer to guide his fellow workers home. Hello everyone, I'm He Chuan. It's Spring Festival travel rush again. Today, I'm here at Dazhou Railway Station to serve as a volunteer and help migrant workers travel back home. The station has arranged free buses. I hope to bring warmth and love to my fellow workers on this homebound journey. He is a stonemason from southwest China's Sichuan province. He's proud of his occupation, as he believes migrant workers like him have contributed to the rapid development of China's infrastructure. I started off as an apprentice when I was 18, and now I've worked as a stonemason for almost 30 years. In the past, I only got to build small concrete houses in the countryside. Now I'm helping to build all the high-rise buildings and skyscrapers. He and his wife have worked as a team for the past 17 years, leaving their hometown behind and seeking job opportunities at different construction sites in South China's Fujian province. They worked long hours to save up money and support their two sons through school. Around 2018, encouraged by his elder son who was in college, He started sharing his daily life on social media platforms. Initially, it was just a new hobby, and it took her quite some time to speak confidently in front of the camera. His wife and fellow workers sometimes laughed at him for making videos for no one. But her was obsessed, documenting his workday lunches, different construction sites, and his daily conversations with his wife and colleagues. 
Aware of the huge population of migrant workers who are often underrepresented, Her wanted to speak up and let more people know about their lives, their struggles and also their happiness. Her has now attracted over 400,000 followers and his videos got over 2 million likes on the short video sharing platform Douyin. In one of his latest videos, Her shared his holiday travel rush memories and his volunteer day at his hometown Dajou's railway station. The railway station has set up a service area for migrant workers to rest and recharge before getting on the free shuttle bus home. After a hard working year, you could see people returning with lots of luggage on their backs. Some were with their children. Her son now runs his father's social media accounts, hoping to let more people understand the life of an ordinary migrant worker and help improve the general welfare of the huge population of workers. These migrant workers have really had to endure great hardship to make a living away from home for the past year. They deserve to be treated well. Railway stations are probably the busiest places during the 40-day travel rush season. Over the 2023 Spring Festival, the transport authorities expect about 2.1 billion trips to be made, which would be double the number of trips recorded in the same period in 2022. As passengers flood the stations and go about catching their trains, some end up losing their luggage or personal belongings. Lost and found offices are inundated over the holiday season. At Xi'an Railway Station, a regional transportation hub in northwest China's Shanxi province, staff at the lost and found office work around the clock to process people's lost belongings. Every day, a team of four staff work in a 200-square-meter warehouse full of unclaimed baggage and personal items, trying to locate their owners. Here we've numbered all the items that were retrieved and sorted everything according to their size and weight. So our rule is that heavy items shouldn't be put on top of lighter ones. Smaller stuff goes on top of the larger luggage. And of course, oversized items go to the lowest shelf. Backpacks are shelved in the middle. And this is where we put cups, all kinds of cups. Well, they're travel essentials, and everyone has one, so people tend to lose it or accidentally take those of others. 54-year-old Tan Zhongyuan has worked at the station for decades. Every day, he takes in around 20 to 30 items. His duty is to register every item electronically and try to locate their owners and make contact. He has witnessed firsthand how the station has become busier over the years. In the past, the station only dedicated one small room for lost and found items because back then, people didn't travel that often with much luggage. All lost items were piled up in the corner. It took forever for passengers to dig out their belongings. As time wore on, the number of passengers doubled and tripled. So did the number of lost items. A new spacious warehouse was built. Smart technology was employed to manage every single item in storage. Now, about 20 to 30 items are sent to the station on a daily basis, and Tan's team are able to send almost every item back to their owners. To them, seeing people's relieved and happy faces is the most rewarding thing. 
especially during the Spring Festival holiday season. Tan's teammate Chen Dong shared a recent episode he remembered. The other day, we received another cup, the type you see everywhere. A young man came looking for it and told us he must find it. We asked him why, and he only said it was of deep meaning to him. We helped him look through all the cups we had in stock. We have way too many cups, and finally found it. He was so happy. He told us the cup was the first gift his wife had given to him when they were still dating. He joked that he would get a severe telling off if he returned home without it. Over the past decades, Tan and Chen have spent their spring festival holidays at the station, helping others travel back home worry-free. Though this means they can't spend as much quality time with their own families, no one complains. All we hope is that we can return our passengers' belongings to them as soon as we can. I feel a great sense of achievement seeing them reunited with their lost items. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thank you for listening. Happy Chinese New Year! Special thanks to our reporter Wang Chuan. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary people in China, follow us on Apple Podcast. Just key in Footprints, and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.